0: Yeah, so don't you know now I've um, uh, been asked by the Church Planning Committee to uh, start a new church out of Mernda-Doreen, which I think is the fastest growing suburb in the fastest growing capital city of Australia. So um, it's kind of all happening there. So a uh, little primary school had 70 people two years ago. They went to 150 last year and probably 500 this year or something. So eight prep classes. Uh, there's another primary school, the top, about two kilometres away, which is growing that
1: so you're know,
0: church yeah if we can get some church growth happening like that it'd be terrific. So it, it's you know, it's a great place to do ministry so there are just so many new houses. Uh, so many new people just moving in and um and along with are not connected with the church or maybe connected with the church a long way away. Um, yeah, and um, it's been great to, to be part of that. I'm really not a Presbyterian, I'm um, now, but uh, I haven't grown up. <laughs> I grew up Baptist and uh, then studied at more College, so I became a little bit Anglican. Then I uh, spent 10 years at a church in Wagga, and then we planted a new church. In, so there's at least four denominations I'm somehow connected to. Um, so it, there's sort of ways in which I don't necessarily fit, but... Um, the church planning community said they'd put up with me anyway, so there we go, here I am. Um, so, we're trying to figure out how to start a new church in Meninda. Um Something we've uh, just been working on is a, a logo, um, and uh, I think that's the one we've kind of settled on. So, um, there it is. Um, it's trying to say we're in the suburbs. Um, we thought we could put the cross there so it's clear we're Christian. Um, and uh, we're in a suburb with, with a lot of kids and families and, and young people saved. so there it is. Um, we went from red because we, um, we just didn't want to be dull and boring, we just thought light, energy, bright, colourful, new. Um, and if you drive up and down Yandian Road, which is where we're going to be meeting, there's an awful lot of signs up along there that are green. <laughs> <laughs> a bit different, that because everyone else has got green, and green's is the obvious one to go for, there' we've got, no, nah, we're going to have something different. So there it is. So what's our vision? Do you want to step us through the next one, mm-hmm. Scott? Um, so we, we talked about what is vision. We probably used some of the, the similar ideas, but in different language to what Phil has. Um, but we talked about what's the, what's the biggest, grandest, most ridiculous dream you could have, and so here it is. Um, to see Melbourne, do be transformed by Jesus and his life changing the message, which you read it and think, oh, how ridiculously arrogant is that? Um, there they are out in the northern suburbs with 15 people in the lounge room, they're going to change Melbourne. <laughs> um, but we thought, well, yeah, sure, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to change Frankston. But, but what we do want to do is, um, uh, my hope is that by us planning, so the president started, uh, I think I think the last church that was planned was Bundura and that's about 15 years ago. And it's terrific that that's going so well. But the reality is, um, we should be planning one year, really, in a city <coughs> the size of See, growing the speed of Melbourne. Uh, and uh, wouldn't it be nice to do 10 a year? You know, if we seriously want to reach a city this big that's growing, that'll be the biggest city in Australia by 2036 or something like that, we've got, got to plant a lot of churches. I've got to do it soon, and I guess my, part of my role is we'll try and plant one church, well, uh, Lord willing, uh, but but hopefully we can be encouraging to others to consider doing the same, and maybe if we can work out a model that, that can kind of work in our area that might be a and help to others who are going to plant in other areas, and and hopefully in some of the suburbs nearby we will actually maybe part of do the Phil Campbell thing and, um, and encourage some of our people to go and start some new churches because there's. You know there are there are other areas not far from us where there's going to be super fast growth pretty soon um the plans are already kind of on the drawing boards there are other places you know if you go to the west side uh melbourne just massive growth um, and really just got to get on the task. so yeah that, that sounds pretty huge we want to be about jesus we thought let's let's talk about melbourne as a whole thing we want got come couple of, we want we like the slogan um, and uh, so here's our slogan, at the heart of who we are and what we do is Jesus. Um, it's not really a missional statement, that one. It's more a, it's an in-house thing to say, look, Jesus is what we're about. And it's warm and friendly for um, the outsider who may maybe a bit suspicious of the new church plan. and what the heck are they all about, or well, are all about Jesus? we try to figure out what's our mission going to be, um, and, and we're trying to sort of think it through in terms of. What are, the, what are the big ideas that coming out of the Bible, uh, and how's that going to shape us? And um, you know, you we we just can't kind, of, kind of avoid love God. You know, Jesus' is a big command: love God, love your neighbour. Um, the Great Commission: take the gospel to the world. They seem the, the big ideas in Jesus' message: um, loving one another. You know, by this should be sure men know that you're disciples get to love one another. So they're, they're kind of the big ideas. But we thought. We wanted it somehow to be gospel-driven. We wanted to say, it's because of the gospel that we want to do these things. We don't just sort of sit down and say, "Right, here's the three commands. Love God, love your neighbor, love the world. We want to say, okay, how is the gospel going to drive us? So, it's kind of a bit, I feel like it's a bit clumsy what we've done here with our mission statement. But it, but it does put the gospel front and center. So, it's because Jesus gave his life for us and was raised to give new life to us. So, to give us a fresh start, we will... One, love Jesus by living the life of love and giving that he speaks about. Two, be a community that lives for Jesus by teaching, encouraging, supporting, equipping and praying for each other. And three, share the love and truth of Jesus with our neighbours in our actions and words. So we want it to be gospel driven. We want it to be um, focused on on Jesus, loving and serving him, uh, loving and serving the community uh, within ourselves, teaching and encouraging. Building people. Um, and then uh, the third I, I, and in my own experience in ministry, I think one of my failings and weaknesses at Wagga was um, we kind of loved and cared for the people within pretty well. But we didn't we weren't good at actually loving the people around us. We, um, we wanted to share the gospel with them, but we weren't loving them as people, engaging with them and and connecting in a positive way. And, uh, Tim Keller has been someone who's been really quite helpful for me in thinking through what that's going to look like. So one of the things we wanted to try and do as a church is have part of our DNA, if you like, that we engage in a positive way with with the society around us, preaching the gospel absolutely, but not only doing that, but serving people, loving people, connecting people uh, in all kinds of ways um, to make that part of who we are. This is just a refined version of that. So... um, uh, I just wanted to bring it down to three slogans. So Jesus gave His life for us, he raised a new life, to give us a fresh start. Therefore, we will number one, love God. Uh, love God. Love each other. Love the world. A kind of three summary statements there. So that's kind of um, uh, what we're doing. Yeah. Phil, is it your turn to? i just You're, you're a moving question. up. I've been on about this for a while, but um, you may want to ask questions or whatever at this at this point. But that's that's probably the, the mission. Can we? work, chocolate?
2: Yeah, workshop yep. it now. Yeah,
1: because yep. well, I became a with some. But just tell me how far is this locked in?
0: Uh, that's not absolutely locked in. So we. So is this a real workshop? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm happy to look. I'm happy to change this because there's stuff about like I, some of the wording's clumsy. I, I feel like the ideas I'm fairly committed to, but I'm very happy to hear. So I, I
1: just want to make some observations and say some. Tim will be a good cop and I'll be a better cop. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, Tim? I'll say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm about to be criticised,
0: but go to it. No, no, no. Uh, you
1: articulated, I reckon, with real clarity and excitement something really good just now. But it was when you were saying what the logo was about. And that's a different thing. So what the vision was actually about. You're right. Because you talked about the cross and families and life and energy, <coughs> and then and something new and different. And it's all there. But that's not in the vision nor in the mission. Now you also said something really clear. You said a number of things are really clear. but well, I just wonder. And look, some of this is of what you're doing with vision, now, I might have a peculiar bent on that like I said before. But you felt like you need to get the biggest, grandest, most ridiculous statement you could as your vision. And I think the thing I want to pitch is that's not particularly helpful. Why don't you have a vision that's about what you're really setting up to do? Yeah. And you know what you're really setting up to do? Because you did say that. And you, you articulate it quite clearly, but it's not in the vision. In the valley. Well, no. That's what you want to do. You want to do it in the valley, and But you want to model a movement, don't you? Yeah, I'm sure. That's really what you're setting it to do. Yep. Yeah. Why wouldn't you say that somewhere? I, I wouldn't necessarily put that right out the front of front pub, in public somewhere here, what you're really setting up to do is model a, model a movement that's got newness and freshness across the heart of it, is really reaching families in the in Valley community, but in a way that's going to start a domino effect that ultimately might change Melbourne. But why not have a vision that's actually about what you're setting up to do? I'm into that question?
0: Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think actually that may have found its way into some of the earlier drafts, but as we kind of refined them um, with other people in the room, it probably got pushed to the side I think. Yeah, so, but I think that probably was something that I thought was pretty important.
1: So I'd be going for something like gathering families around the cross in a vibrant church that models movement for the change. You no, I don't know.
0: That's
1: cool. But, it's over at that It's not cool <laughs> yet. It's a long way from cool. Okay. Right, yeah, so so It's not just cool, a stuff. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. but a start. But it's actually going kind to of be what's pumping you. It's not the, the grand thing that you might need to see. And I know that's sort of often the idea of vision, but it's actually something really concrete. And if you, if particularly your core group, is fired up by the fact that Look we're in a position to do something new and fresh and really <coughs> really and vibrant and alive It's reaching this demographic else is reaching But the thing is, everyone's looking at us And we're modelling something that now we're in a unique situation Because you are, I mean, you, you're a pilot program for You know, if you get it right If we can really love one another in the community, we can show all the people who are abused. That would motivate me if I was a member of the church.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is a vision statement something for anyone to look at? Mel's part of my team, by the way. This is Mel. Sorry. Um, Is it supposed to be something, because I think this is something, when we were looking at at this stuff, we were considering, we wanted something that anyone could look at and understand and want to be a part of. Um, so we took
2: a lot of those key ideas, and that's why it's changed from those core things to kind of being... Really it's
1: something important. really generic that's totally safe. Sorry? It's <laughs> something really generic and safe. <laughs> no, it's something,
2: <laughs> something that's understandable to anyone looking at it. See, those core ideas, we understand it's one's trying yeah. to achieve it. But that's why I'm asking, when you're doing your vision statement, is it something that should be out for the
0: public and everyone yeah. to look at, or is it something for your actual church? So in, in our like, case...
1: The only thing that's really public is growing followers of Jesus, And the next level down, which is the thing that drives our strategic, operational stuff, Mm. spins out in more detail. So, the fact that we're a network nurturing church means nothing to the person coming for the first time off the street. And it shouldn't. Which is why I think you need to have a stripped down motto thing.
0: I think Mel's nailed the problem we came up with and that was we what we wanted to, what you saw up there was probably a public statement that we would put on our website that people who wanted to find out about us would see something that says warm christian uh those sorts of things um without I guess spelling out a yeah maybe a more detailed so in that place. case, I
1: would change it to see the valley deeply mm. transformed yeah. Yeah. Because the way Melbourne's going to be is by this modelling and reproducing the model Yeah. And sure, it's not as audacious, but it's got something about it that you actually grab hold of the whole team. Do you have anything to do? I always get a bit confused as to what vision what's strategy is. I do like the Melbourne thing. Because then I want people to go, how on earth are we going to change Melbourne? Like, Aha, well here's the strategy. We're going to do it well here and then replicate it. And that's what's happening. So I want Melbourne in it somewhere. I don't know, well you I want the world in it, really. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. And this just might be a style thing. And there is always a blurring between vision and strategy and how yeah. much strategy. <laughs> Affects your vision yeah. and, and I'm kind of aware in my case um, when we were casting ours as the north side of Brisbane and just it was the area of our influence and it wasn't the world it wasn't even all of Brisbane or it wasn't all of Queensland and I, just because I'd rather have something that you can actually go for with a with plan uh, I was really keen to just have it I'm going That's it.
0: So in this context, you maybe say, see Mel, more than Melbourne, which is the presbytery that's in, as, as the area you reach immediately. So it's like you say,
1: resort. Maybe it depends on where, <coughs> what you're really going
2: to do. I've, um... i got a thought that might help in terms of, um... We're planting a church in in the valley, but you also have a wider role as church planting evangelist for the PCV. And I'm wondering if there's a bit of confusion between that role and what's actually happening mm-hmm. in the valley. And maybe you need your own personal vision statement, and the valley is one example of that coming into action. Mm. Yep. Because I'd like you to reach Melbourne. <laughs> 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 that, that's a really good point. In
1: which case, particularly in the start phase at least, rather than go North Melbourne, I'd go Valley. It hooks it in with the mobile church and has that sort of consistency. And when you've really got the Valley deeply transformed and go your next time the vision to spread that to North Melbourne and, uh,
0: I was thinking about the way your vision statement worked, and, um, and it was doing something different to what probably I was thinking of something quite simple. Because we had a much more complicated vision statement, and we just thought too too long, too complicated. But hearing you explain what you're doing, I thought it's quite helpful because I'm seeing hearing like it, there's quite a few steps to it, and and key words need to be unpacked. Um, whereas I and I think that's really helpful. But probably what we were trying to do is just. So there might be another level,
1: of, there might be another level of thing. I might. My vision statements might just be strategic, summary statements or something, not really as cool. Um, and you might need that level. But I would love to hear the stuff you articulated when you're talking so warmly about what your logo expects. I'd love to see that word. So it's actually saying we're really hitting the, the family mode here. So here comes this church, you should, you should expect South Wordon really hard on family ministry. Yeah. You know, if there's no swing set out at the back of the church, there really needs to be one. <laughs> you now we're doing family ministry. Yeah. And I think that you know it would, be, would actually be more useful to articulate that sort of stuff, even if it's in your mission. I mean sure you want to love Jesus and live for Jesus and do that. But that should be any church. I'd like, like to see something of the, the heartbeat of your church and your goals and your distinctives in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know, a bit of a bit of work, just describing it the way you, but you were lit up when you were describing the logo. And you were lit up when you were describing the way you be modelling the and that's got to be articulated somewhere to get people a really Excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think that mission stuff captured what you really captured the edge.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: That's yeah. a good, true things that you you will want to do. Somewhere I'd be wanting to do yeah. but Tim, describe it. But um. <coughs>
2: In, any comments, Tim? Perhaps in terms of visual branding, knowing that this is a um, a, a booming area with uh, new homes, new communities, trees, little wetlands area. What what would be your gut feeling as to visual branding? Oh, I think the, what
1: he just—that's exactly what I saw. So I think that, I think mm. the branding does do exactly that. I love it for it, and not green and blue. It's just always green and blue. <laughs> you need um, to
0: the the better hostels. Like, you are never going to red if you don't have a few Pentecostals. And, so, we had a couple who had spent their life in Pentecostals of the church have joined us, and she was like, We've got to do red. And um, she persuaded <laughs> yeah. me. And she was right. I, I think, think she was beautiful. right. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's great. Yeah. What about making the church a
1: little bit
2: more
0: prominent? Maybe, maybe 25% bigger? We've yeah. thought about it. I can't remember the reason why we didn't like it. No, 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 you want to fit in to the community. Yeah,
1: I yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's And that, that's really nice, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's actually nice that there's continuity that this is just part of the community.
2: It blends in, you've got to look at it twice to see yeah.
0: it. That's it's right, it. Richard, um, how sit and stone is your name? Just I through. think that's fixed now. <laughs> no, it's just a, like, I'm out of reality. And we're in the Yarrow Valley. and yeah. that's the valley as well. So we're oh, two absolutely. valleys. In we're, we're rich any valley, you know. Excellent. We thought about calling ourselves the Plenty Valley Church because that's kind of the obvious thing. here. <laughs> yeah. but every other church in the area is called Plenty Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I just thought that again. Thought well, make it more distinctive. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the truth is, it was Phil's suggestion, which I'm um, really but, uh, yeah, but, it's but
1: nice. also also locks you into a wider area. So if you just went with Doreen or Miranda, yeah, you, you you have that regional focus and not not a, a suburb, I guess. Yes, yeah, that's right. Which allows you to, in so the future, plant Bailey, plant Bailey, back yeah. into those communities mm. as you have got the regional hub possibly. Or, yeah. yeah.
0: So it's so, it's very so very big you don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's valley was a very curricular question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I think we're locked in that we we like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you work with Presbyterian?
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's part of Ed Stetzer. Ed, Ed Stetzer is the church planning bureau from the Southern Baptist. He said, if you don't, unless you've got a really, really strong reason for abandoning the mainstream brand, you might as well stick with it, because there's still a whole lot of positives <coughs> that come with it. And, um, and I didn't think the uh, Presbyterian brand was so terribly trash that we didn't want to be part of it. So, um, and it does mean that if you're Presbyterian, you kind of know um, yeah, what we're on about.
2: So, you yeah. can redefine it, man.
0: We can redefine it, yeah. And,
2: and, it's, and there's also been lots of other attempts at church plants, which are non-generic types, mm. so actually that's bad branding, because some of them have fallen over.
0: Mm. But some of them are just weird. And so if yeah. you don't allow yourself to something that's fairly well known, <coughs> people wonder what the heck goes on there. Mm. Um Yeah, so that's why I have the,
1: the prison. Mm.